You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. This is Essence. And I'm Janice. And you are listening to the, the Cynic Autonomy, Autonomy Podcast. What up, everyone? <laughs> Woo! Today has been a day. <laughs> a stressful, stressful day. Man, I have never, I feel like anytime we are about to report the, like the podcast, we're always busy. So we always rush in here. I feel like it's always a rush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's never like last minute rush. Like, no, the, like today, we today was like a I'm crunching for time kind of rush. Yeah. Like today, I swear I've been like on the go since like I think like seven this morning. And it, what is it right now? Like five. So yeah, definitely a long day. Y'all should see Denise's face. She's over it. Over it. I was in, oh my God, y'all. I've been wanting to cuss everybody out, but we also I'm like to be honest, though, we really on like uh anti people <laughs> phase right now because people got us messed up. So if you want the people that got us messed up, you need to get your get your stuff. We together. don't like you. You need to get your stuff together. I didn't say that. <laughs> I'm like I'm like you from a distance right now. <laughs> But yeah, man, welcome back to the Seneca Autonomy Podcast. I am Lori Harvey's Jamaica Birthday Bash. Ooh, and I am Beyonce's Road Out. What is it called? Wow. <laughs> Beyonce, please don't attack us. Please. Y'all know what I'm talking about. That little nice Adidas Ivy Ooh. Park thing. There we go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Oh, that was, we have, just give her a moment. Please forgive her. But yeah, we are that. Um, special thanks to everybody that's listening right now, whether you are returning or if you are just a new person or if you're visiting. Like, what's up? How you doing? Shout out to everybody listening on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yes. If you are still on SoundCloud, please leave. No, stay on there if you if that's your thing. I mean, I like underground music, so I'm on SoundCloud. But um, yes, couple of updates. We are on all streaming platforms. And um, you can find the link in our Instagrams, whether it's our personal account or the Seneca Autonomy Instagram. And it's our link tree, and they'll give you the access to Apple Podcasts, to Spotify, to SoundCloud, and we're literally on Stitcher and just all the other random podcasts. Um, streaming platforms as well so yeah that's that's fire but niece <laughs> how are you <laughs> i have a headache and i'm tired and i'm hungry but i'm about to put on this smile and this nice voice mm-hmm. and deliver this great content for the day as you should as you should yeah i i'm good i've been really busy like i was thinking about this today i'm like for somebody who's not working yet like i really be busy <laughs> I was thinking about that driving. I was like, wow, when Essence starts her full time and then I get my full time if I ever get one. Yeah. But when I get mine and like just doing the podcast, I'm like, that's going to be a lot. Yes. Like, and it's just I like have responsibilities that I took on outside of the podcast. Like currently I'm helping my aunt with something and she lives so far. And I just be I'd be having to get up like at like early, like seven. I feel like I'm about to go to like a real job and I don't. And that's like I got my little routine already because I go like two times a week and I always go to this Burger King on the same street and get my <laughs> same number two with a coffee. <laughs> like it's the same she thing. She got it all planned out, y'all. But all planned out. I, 
other than that, I've had really good couple of updates on my end. From the last episode, I remember I was talking to y'all about a job when we had Sakai on here. Shout out to Sakai again. Um, yeah, I secured a job. She did. And I made a promise to Janice that because I said where she worked at, I would say where I work at. So I work at, well, we'll be working at Urban Science. And that is a global business consultant agency in the automotive industry. As I mean, it's in advertising, but specifically our clients are focused on automotive and that's in a renaissance building downtown it's exactly what i wanted and prayed for and worked hard for it i don't want y'all to think it was given to me it was definitely earned like she was uh talking to me yesterday and she's like i applied for like over 200 jobs yes. 200 but no it was a lot of dedication and work that she put in and i'm so proud of my friend thank you Denise. yeah i'm i'm really grateful like i'm humble about it a lot of people been bragging on me about it but i'm so like i don't like attention and it's one of the things that i normalize i normalize all of my experience and that's not even <laughs> that's, that's not even, not even it, it. <laughs> Um, I made a tweet and I said everything in my life will be new in 2020. So I had the new job and then I have a new car, a 2020 <laughs> Jeep <laughs> Compass, which I'm so happy for. I love Storm. I named her Storm because if you know me and you listen to the podcast and I told you Star Wars is my favorite movie, I named Storm after a stormtrooper. So yeah, pretty cool. Um, that's, that's pretty much my updates in life. I will be starting my job soon. And yeah, she had like one of the best 2020s, and is we we only <laughs> one month in. We are yeah, a few days in, so I'm I'm grateful for it. Um, and that's that's that on that. So Nies, what are we gonna do today? So today we are just gonna have a more relaxed conversation, um, casual. You guys getting to know us a little bit more, and just our thought process. So we have this episode. We call it deeper than deep. We're gonna be asking each other thought provoking mm-hmm. questions regarding family, society, insecurities, and all of that and more. So are you ready, Essence? Yeah, I'm ready. Like I'm. So we realized that like a lot of our first episodes are really just about introductions, blah blah blah, telling about college, blah blah. All this stuff is behind us like we over that so now we wanted to dig deeper and like give you all some depth of us and our mindset and i feel like these questions are going to be able to unconsciously bring up things that we never thought of so yeah i that's what i'm hoping so for first question i guess um describe yourself in one word janice (sighs) i would describe myself in one word um loving Aww. i'm very loving i love love I, I love everything about love yeah but just uh my by my interactions okay. with people okay uh i'm always going on my way for them making sure that they're okay making sure they're safe make sure they're having fun so you feel like you have compassion yeah very nurturing yeah that's a good i feel like that's a that is a good aspect to have because compassion is not usually innate within people. It's something mm-hmm. that has to be like over time, like, you know, they have to create it or they have experiences where somebody is compassionate to them and they transfer over. So I think I think that's a very good thing, especially in our generation or this world that we live in now. People like them loving and nurturing. Yes. Or, you know me, I'm a feminist and they just expect women to be nurturers and we are always not. So mm-hmm. I, I still but I feel like it's working for you and your life. And I think that is something that definitely complements who you are. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's <laughs> so sweet. 
Yeah, I if I was to describe myself and what I used to have is in my Instagram bio, I consider myself multi-dimensional because I am so mm. much of everything. And it's ironic how my name is Essence, and Essence is the definition of it is to be the most basic substance of any element. Yeah. So I feel like that's really what I like. I encompass so many things from just being like. I can be introverted, but I can be extroverted. I can be really, like, creative, but also I can be, like, really critical and really about science and data, and I like nerdy stuff. So I feel like I have, like, this well-roundedness to me, and it's not one one word that can describe me other than my name, which I feel like is arrogant. So I consider it multidimensional. I can see that, though. Like, you have a very very unique style, different style, and it's, like, has so much into it. Like, one minute you want to go... From your paramour in a car. Wait, why do you say it? Paramour? Paramour? In the car, and then you want to go to, like, Baby's Move, and it's just like, <laughs> are we, like, on some Detroit Ratchet stuff, or are we trying to we on rock both. it up? <laughs> we on both. Everybody love Paramour. How could you not? Like, if you went through a Twilight phase, you love Paramour for sure. Yeah, I didn't go through a Twilight phase. Sucks. <laughs> But, um, okay, so I guess another question that we can have is, so do you, what us having this one word thing and we're describing who you are, do you feel seen, heard, or valued? Um, I feel seen and heard. Like, I feel like people see me and they do hear me and I feel valued in my family. Okay. But... In my friendships, no. In my relationships, no. I don't think that they have valued me enough. Do you feel like that's something that you have to cultivate? Or do you feel like it's just, like, just bad timing or just the people that you have? Like, what do you think is a factor that is influencing? It can be both. Like, Mm -hmm. I do let a lot of people get away with a lot of things. I'm barely set boundaries, which I'm starting to work on going into 2020. Uh, so it's that with like people running over me or people thinking they can control yeah. me. And then it's also just bad timing. A lot of stuff has been like bad timing and bad decision making. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I can feel that because especially I feel pretty valued or hurt and all that for my family for sure Mm -hmm. and sometimes I'd be like dang like let me like because they be really going hard for me yes and um I just sometimes I be wanting to do stuff on my own but okay like I'm doing okay like I'm doing normal stuff but yeah when it comes down to my friends relationships I don't be feeling as valued and I really put myself out there yeah and I don't get that energy back and I don't be bitter about it but it do hurt yeah it's not like a bitter feeling it's just like I can't wait to get that same energy that I've been giving. Yeah. Because I know it's going to be, like, top-notch. Because I give a lot of good energy. For Good vibes. I feel like I have, like, I say this all the time to myself. I feel like I have all this love that's, like, swelling in me. And I want to, like, I want to put it out there. But I want to put it out there for someone that's giving it back. Like, I don't want to keep making deposits and people making withdrawals. Yeah. Because, look. I'm about to be broke. It's about to be zero dollars <laughs> in that bank account. It's Y'all about can't to be keep overdrawn. <laughs> like it's drunk. It's not about to be nothing for you to take no more. But um, yeah. I and sometimes I don't feel valued or seen or hurt in certain aspects. Like I feel like this podcast is slept on. I yes. feel like I feel like we're slept on. I feel like Janice. I feel like it's something. Like have you ever just been like it's something that I'm really great at that I feel like people don't really see the feel the full value of. Yeah, but then. Also with that, like, I feel like we are slept on 
especially with like some of my friends. Y'all know who y'all are. Y'all need to tune in. <laughs> but um, we are also, we're also new. Yeah. So you know, we're still trying to get out there, get our feet in there. We are just getting relaxed. Um, yeah. And open to this, but I do think we're slow down because, like, you know, like episodes two and three been good. And we put a lot into stuff, but I mean, like, I don't, when I say slept on, it necess- it is the podcast, but it's like, I feel like just people kind of underestimate me. And mm-hmm. I think it could also be like my appearance, me having this, this kid-like voice or whatever the case. And they like, oh, she ain't really about it, but I really about we it, really about it. <laughs> really see, about it. Y'all though. see. Y'all see. See where we'll be next year. Really with it. January 2021. I'm following them. <laughs> so, yeah. Do you have anything you want to say to me uh we can have another question and we are going to uh what do you consider your biggest flaw what do i consider my biggest flaw uh i believe my biggest flaw would be that i have i'm very nonchalant unconsciously like it's like I'm so used to just having to put up, like, this demeanor that, like, I'm, like, don't have any feelings or, like, I can't express them, which was, like, a survival mode for me, like, with my childhood. So now it's, like, it be people that I really care about. And I'm, like, dang, I can't. I be I say to myself, I be wanting to feel for you so bad. And I be wanting to feel something so bad, and I don't. I wish I could like you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just don't like you. I was, like, I really want to feel. So that's a big thing, like, my nonchalance. And I see it coming. I see it seeping into things that I wish I couldn't control and I don't mm-hmm. really know how to get there yet but I am trying though so that's all that matters yeah that's You're a working big working on yourself yeah definitely a big flaw being nonchalant hence um, emotionally stunted hence lack of emotional vulnerability whatever mm-hmm. the case but yeah tough skin <laughs> what uh, is yours my say? biggest flaw is that I believe everything should be given to me so I am the only child on my mom's side and the youngest on my dad's so you know I'm I'm spoiled Mm -hmm. and everything was given to me when I was a kid and I feel like that should be the same going into the workforce so it's like I have like essence apply for 200 jobs like I have to apply to 200 I should just apply to two and y'all should give me both (laughs) because I just feel like I need both right so I'm trying to get out of that stage of uh stuff being handed to me and me actually putting in hard work. And I'm I'm not going to say I don't do that because if I really want something, I go out and get it. So I know yeah. how to go out and get it. I just don't have that hustler drive every day. Yeah, and that's it's looking kind of hard to have that hustling drive up, especially when you have, like, the sense of support where you feel like, like, it's not, like, the end-all, be-all. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of the people who are hustlers are who out here like that because they can't feel. Like, they don't have a safety net. They don't have any space where they could, like, just let go of the reins. So, I guess, don't, like, don't be hard on yourself about it because, like, that was the way you was raised. And it was a blessing for your parents to be able to do for you, you know, and to be able to give you things. But it's, like, now... You can just be able to grow out of that and transfer, like, what you had into being, like, a person that can, I guess, like, like work towards something. And then when you do work towards something, you could really, like, relish in, like, the fruits of your labor. Yeah, you like, know? oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, I really did it. Like, I put in this work. Well, it wasn't not only. It wasn't only me. It was God, too. Mm-hmm. But, like, wow. Yeah, I agree. I feel that. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, 
I next question could be, what do you feel like inspires you? What inspires me? Mm. Oh, my friends. Really? Yeah, my oh, friends that's inspire a, me. That's a good answer. <laughs> no, like, just seeing how hard my friends work or mm-hmm. everything that's just been given, not given to them, everything they worked hard for and they're, they're earning over the over the year, like last year, this year. Yeah. It just inspired me to go out and to have that drive, like my friends. Like, I'm so proud that's of my friends. True. All of my friends are doing good. Literally all of them, I'm so proud proud to call them friends mm-hmm. and like i said when you um when you had your full time it inspired me to go try yeah. to look for and when she said that bro i was like what like it can't be me it can't be yeah, me no. <laughs> my friends really inspire me there's some really strong dope people that's fire though because you got people around you that's motivating you to be the best version of yourself yeah. as it should be and y'all should get some friends like that that motivates yes, you yeah, I should. but y'all can't have mine <laughs> i mean Dang, you gonna be stingy with friends. I am my own person, but I don't really like people as I say. Okay. So, uh, so what inspires me, I guess, would be um, the possibility to make a difference. Mm-hmm. That, like, I really want to make a change. Like, I this podcast, everything I do, I want it to be with a purpose. Yeah. And I really want it to resonate with people. Like, even my full time, like, I want to, I told, like, Every interview that I had was like, I want to work with people. I want to make a difference. I want to have work that has an impact. And they would be like, oh, yeah, I love you. And I'm just like, because I do. Like, I can't I can't put myself into something, my blood, sweat, and tears without, like, knowing that I made a connection or an interaction or that, like, I left my footprint. So that that's what motivated me, the fact that every day I can get up and mm-hmm. I can make a difference. And um, being a voice for those who have one but who are too afraid to use it. Because from someone like myself who, like, was super shy and just didn't really know how to speak up or for someone who had anxiety, mm-hmm. especially social anxiety, like, what if I say something they think I'm weird? <laughs> so it's <laughs> like that. Those are the things that motivate me because I'm like, I'm like a person that somebody could look to and be like, dang, like they could, they doing this. Like I could do it too. Where did that unselfishness come from? Cause that's very selfish. Like people want, would be like, I just want to, you know, make money, yeah. do X, Y, and Z, maybe have generational wealth, but you want to impact people that's not even in your family. I think what it came from just like me being younger, like I was always, I always had, like I always came from a family that like I was, you know, we were good, but I was raised in a neighborhood where people didn't. And Mm -hmm. my mom was that mom that would take care of everybody. Like she was that mom that like went out her way for people she didn't know. So me being raised like that and me just being raised to like care about people and just really having those interactions and making the connection. Cause that's something that mom, that's everything that my mom is and was. So that is like I think that's where it came from like we was the type of people that would keep I kept instead of giving my clothes away we would keep them all mm-hmm. so that when people came over our house they had something to wear so like if they didn't have, like pack a bag or we would like give them to people at my school like it's all kind of stuff so it was like I'm used to that so it's like weird how like even now how I just I guess I gotta find other ways mm-hmm. to like make an impact, but I mean I I still have that. Like, That's dope. Know. The most I ever did was give a couple clothes to the girls at church, and then I threw the rest away. No, we never do anything <laughs> away. But that I mean, sometimes you gotta throw stuff away. No shade, because some <laughs> stuff you'd be like, they gotta I go. I wouldn't dare give this to anybody. But yeah, yes, yes. So mm-hmm. what? 
Give her a moment, please. She's yes, thinking. I'm thinking. Is human nature constant or is it molded by culture? Um, I feel like human nature is constant. However, I do feel like it's molded by culture because I, I think it's half and half. So I'll say molded by culture because, for example, like we are fostered based on our surroundings and upbringing. Mm-hmm. So like we tend to like behave a certain kind of way based off of whatever stage of our life that we in or just like the things that we have to deal with. Like, for example, back in like. What is it? The stone hinges. They had to deal with things. We ain't dealing with no, I'm not dealing with no dinosaurs or eggs. Like, I don't have to worry about that. But, like, we still have those survival things or, like, the hierarchy of needs. I think it's Maslow's needs, like the little triangle that we have to, we still have those needs. And it's just in a different society. Yeah. So, but it is molded by culture because certain cultures value things that others don't. So, it's really based off of, like, who you are and where you come from. That's what I said. I was saying that it was molded by culture only because like human nature is what you think and how you feel and a lot of that comes from where you're from you know Facts. we're all different so we're all not going to think the same like even like with you and I um yeah we we didn't like, grow up the same so our, our needs or our priorities are not really like mm-hmm. the same or our wants are not the same so yeah. I think that it can be molded by culture and where you're from definitely because and I feel like culture just has an impact on a lot of things, the way we think. Just in general, it's not even necessarily about, like, um, like your needs or human nature or whatever um, Michael Jackson said. But, yeah, also I feel like the lack of the digital age um, means a set of values that does not correlate with evolution all the time. So when we were younger... We didn't have to worry about like social media or that, but that's a new need now. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? I I feel like that has an effect on it. But yeah, that's that's all I have to say about that. Um. So next question: Which parent are you closer to, and why? Mm-hmm. Then you gotta think about it. She I mean, not, I feel like she know. <laughs> no, because like I don't want to say like I'm closer to one parent and then like because it's like my relationship with my parents are different. So, like, okay. with my mom, I mean, yeah, it's not my mom, but I don't see that as a mother-daughter relationship. I really see her as, like, my sister or something. Oh, wow. And I know that's wrong, and I probably, like, shouldn't be on the podcast. Like, yeah, I see my mom as my sister. <laughs> but, no, that's what it is. Like, our conversation, how we speak, not how we speak to each other, but, like, how we talk, how comfortable we are yeah. with each other, um, how relaxed that, how relaxed we are. I don't necessarily think that's a bad we are. thing. So, like... I just feel like it's different relationships where my dad is like, I have that parent relationship with him. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's my dad. Like, I ain't going to even listen to Roddy Rich in the car. I'm going to turn on this uh, Beethoven or something. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. You know, so one is like a parent parent relationship for real. And then the other one is your, you know. Like a friend. Yeah. That's interesting. I I thought I swear I thought you were gonna say a mom because <laughs> I know her mom and her mom is just like her mom like everybody friends. You know, so. yeah. But um, I think for me I would say my dad because me and my dad have a lot in common. Like my mm-hmm. dad is a creative like me, and I don't know what it is. I think that's a left brain thing. If I'm thinking right, left brain is supposed to be the creative side. So left brain. The right brain. Thank you. <laughs> the right brain is the brain that, like, the side of the brain 
Hemisphere Rush pretty much is just like about creativity. And I think me and my dad are on that. My dad is very kind and quirky mm-hmm. and super funny. And he just is like, I'm Team Essence. I'm hashtag <laughs> Team Essence. And he just really, he got such just like spirit about him. Like he's very spirited. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that my dad can understand me on a lot of things. Like things that parents will usually like lecture you for. I feel like my dad lets me know it's okay. Yeah. Like it's okay for you to go through these things. Like this is what you need to go through to grow or to get to that next stage of your life and my dad is super spiritual like he believes in like crystals and all like he really thinks it's about like meditating and all of that i mean he's more religious now but he definitely is a spiritual person i, I feel that i feel that it's it's nice to have fathers yeah fathers are, are great that's <laughs> i mean everybody out that. yeah that's is that's is great i love my dad um, what are some things that you had to unlearn? Some things I had to unlearn. So um, I would say my fight or flight mindset, like survival mode. I could be somewhere and I'm trying to think of like if something was to happen, how I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> I know that's <laughs> messed up to say. But yeah, yeah well, that's how I am when I'm at the um, the movie theater. And I'm like, I'm very scared of going to the movie theaters. Y'all. I get and so I'm always looking at the exit sign, signs, like, how I'm going to go? Which way I'm going to go? Where am I, how I'm going to get out? Am I going to go left, right? Like, Yeah. I'm but. I'm like that anywhere, though. So it's not even just the movies. Like, I'm just, I could be sore and I'm okay with a door. Where is this <laughs> that, like, if it's, like, a f- alarm, where is that? So I would say that's one thing. Another thing would be my reclusive behavior. So reclusive as in, like, being an introvert. Mm-hmm. So, um... Yeah, I had to unlearn that because I realized that people really rock with me for real. <laughs> and I used to, sometimes I used to just like go on my little shell and go in the corner and not realize how that like made an impact on other people because they wanted to have me around. Yeah. So, um, that definitely was something I had to let go because I can't network and like, especially in college, you can't network. You can't get those connections with your professors. You can't get a job without really. I mean, it's, it's people that are reclusive and still have positions where they don't have to talk to people, but you have to like really go outside of your comfort zone. So that, um, Blocking people when they hurt me. <laughs> She'd be like, block. <laughs> I used to block people. Block, block, block. You're blocked. You're blocked. Everybody gets the block. I, I swear. <laughs> I used to block people off rip. And I had to, that comes with maturity. I had to grow up and be like, Essence, you can't run away from things that you feel like hurt you. You got to talk to people about it. Yeah. Um, and last thing that's like goes with the first other thing I just said, shutting out communication. So I would like, oh, you heard me? I want to talk to you. And it's like, I really had to be like, look, like you can still have that strength to be able to talk to people and to be able to let them know, look, this is my boundary or mm-hmm. this is what it is. Which you've, which you've gotten like really good at. Yeah. And it's not like, and you don't come across like in a disrespectful way if somebody offends you you let them know like oh that hurt me i would like for you not to do that anymore yeah it's like oh, okay i won't yeah, yeah i'm like I'm, i feel like i'm getting better at it i wasn't always but like you said this is the question was things you gotta you unlearn so those over the years are things that i unlearned for yeah. sure i had to unlearn what i thought being a good friend was mm-hmm. and it was because i thought i always had to go out of my way to make my friends happy because that's what being a good friend like putting right. their needs before mine or doing something I didn't want to do yeah and that that was like ultimately like led them to like use me a lot 
So I had to realize like a lot of things that I were I was doing to be considered a good friend was just al- allowing people to use me. And what what like where did that come from? What made you like get that definition of a friendship? I I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm I don't like confrontation. Okay. So maybe if I thought if I always say yes, then I'll just have my friends and they'll like me because you know. We don't, we're not going through anything. I always do what you want me to do. Not like, yeah. and not like a do what you want me to do type of thing. But it's like, you can, you can never say I never not nope. been there for you. Yeah, it won't be any conflict. Yeah. I get that. And that was another question. Are you confrontational? No. <laughs> I'm not confrontational. I hate confrontations, but nowadays I'd be ready to snap and go off. Yeah. I'm, I feel like obviously it's a time and place for everything. I am confrontational and I'm starting to get better with my delivery because mm-hmm. I used to come off so strong and be like, look, you gonna hear what I have to say. And I'm like, I don't care what you got to say until I get what I got to say out. And I used to come <laughs> off to the point where I'm like, okay, I said this, you not, you're not being respectful. So, um, yeah, I'm very conversational, probably the Leo and me, probably the fire and me. <laughs> I just be feeling it like, oh, let me get this up because they be people, people will literally be like embarking on those points like not those pain points but just those things that trigger you so that's what make me confrontational see the thing is i'm not confrontational and i don't like people to anger me Mm. and i don't i'm not easily angered because i've controlled it because i will say some hurtful stuff yeah and i don't want to say anything like i don't do the minimal like petty argument i will dig deep and then mm-hmm. you will be crying. Like, <laughs> and it's not, not like that, but it's just like, I, I don't, I don't argue. I don't know how to argue. Like, I will probably lose in an argument, mm-hmm. but I will say something and you will really be in your feelings yeah. and it will throw you all off. Like, it hit an air. Yeah. Like, and I, you know, sometimes I do that to my mom. I limit, um, if I feel like she's not doing something I don't want her to do, Ooh. I kind of go like below the belt, like, yeah, not yeah. tighten up type thing. I mean, no, we're not per- we're not perfect. We're progressing. So, um, I mean, I'm glad that you get, like you know know that that's something that you do instead mm-hmm. of just being like, oh, there's nothing wrong with me. <laughs> no, I know it's a lot of a lot of things wrong with me, but I am great too. But I have things to work on. Yeah. So, um, what do you believe? Like, with that being said, um. Why did you decide to do what you are doing in your life? Whether it is your um, journey with your relationship with the people around you, whether it's your career, whether it's this podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think my answer can all tie into one. I just just decided to live for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't really living for, I wasn't really living for myself. I was living for everybody else um, with like what I wanted to do as a career or just how I handle my friendships and how I went about going with my friendship, I feel like nothing was for me. Everything was like, I'm going to push my feelings to the side to make sure everybody's okay. And I don't want to do that anymore because that really hurts me and that Mm -hmm. really interrupts my peace of mind. Oh, for sure. And um, I want my peace of mind back. And so I decided to be a little more Mm self-centered. Well, it's not self-centered. It's just (laughs) (laughs) self-care. Self-care. But yeah. That's that's fire because... and that's what this podcast is about. Yeah. It's about us living life on our own terms. And um, it definitely, I feel like you feel a difference in your life and you feel like fulfilled. 
with like everything that you do from that point on once you make that decision to like literally just focus on your needs Mm -hmm. because it's like you're never gonna like meet everyone's expectations yeah you you can't please everybody yeah for sure um yeah why did i decide to do what i'm doing in life i feel like it serves a greater purpose and it complements who i am and that's what anything either podcast my job any relationships that i have and i say that because um like i am a purpose a person that does things with purpose Mm -hmm. and i always want to have a little bit of myself into something (laughs) i know that's like my (laughs) essence but i just want to i have to leave a little piece of me into it because that's just i'm i wear my heart on my sleeve in a way sometimes so yeah that's that's why I decided to do what I'm doing in life because I feel like it's a reflection of me. Dope. (laughs) (laughs) No, (laughs) No, that was really cool and all. (laughs) Thanks. I'm sorry, y'all. Thanks, niece. (laughs) Here we go again. Okay, so um, next question. Um, what is your personal heaven? Like, it could be anything. You you like movies. You live in a fairy tale world. I do live in a fairy tale <laughs> world, but my personal heaven is anything by water. I love the water. Mm-hmm. Water is so peaceful for me. If it's just being on a boat or like, is that? Are you a water sign? I'm an earth sign. Is that what a Taurus is? Earth sign. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I'm a water sign. Oh, but okay. um, anything by the water is really um, peaceful. For me, it calms me down. I remember in Lansing uh, when I had an internship, and I'll be really stressed out from my internship, from my classes, from working. I'll just I'll just go to Lake Lansing, and I'll just sit out, Aww. sit in front of Lake Lansing, and just try to wind down and calm down. That's some movie stuff. Yeah, that's how I live my life. Like, a movie. like that's really simple. Like, probably okay. got it from a movie. Let me just look in the distance, <laughs> lost in thought. I well, I I really haven't been around much water, but um, for me, my personal heaven is a rainy day with mm. sweats and my bonnet and my favorite movie, Twilight or Star Wars. Or the Queen of the Dam, um, or a thought-provoking book. Like I really like books that is relevant to my life. Like I can't read like fiction, mm-hmm. so I read like Toni Morrison or Brittany Cooper or Bell Hooks. Like all of them people that I love so much. Um, or Emily Dickinson. I could go. <laughs> I could go on. Um, if you want a book, uh, book suggestions. Hit up Essence. For sure. Yeah. I probably hit give me some too, but actually don't because I have an issue where I get a whole bunch of books and I don't read them. So I read them like all at once instead mm-hmm. of just reading one at a time. But yeah, I enjoy life's simplest pleasures. That's my little heaven because it's just like bringing myself down and just really valuing just the th- like the things that I have, my little favorite things that's inexpensive. Yeah. I like that. Thanks. I do. Oh. oh my gosh. Stop stop doing that. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Uh oh, so next question would be do you judge people for what they wear or how they express themselves? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. This is a this is an honest podcast. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um which I think is why I'm so hard on myself. Because I'm like, I have to make sure everything's perfect with me because I know I'm going to look at somebody and be like, 
That's like how you go talk about somebody yeah. and you're not even straight. Yeah. So I'm trying not to be judgmental. I'm really working on it. But I think I I when I say judge people based off of what they like wear, I really think it's about um the way people wear whatever they wear or how they express themselves, it tells a lot about who they are and their identity. Mm-hmm. So I'm not necessarily judging you in a negative way, but I'm using that as like an indicator as to who you are. Like I definitely feel like certain colors or people like who like to wear dark colors or people like to wear bright colors may have like more of like a bright or like spirited personality. So I use that as an indicator. Like, you could tell and people, we express ourselves through our clothes and our hair. So, like, you really could, I guess, see more, like, deeper into a person without them even saying anything to you. Yeah, that's the nicer way to put it. Because <laughs> I for sure judge them by what they're wearing. I'm like, your shoes are dirty. I can't talk to you. <laughs> well... <laughs> This is wow. a well. This is the funny thing is we came up with. Our, remember we came up with our cover art and how we wanted like two things that was opposite. Mm-hmm. So Janice is like the opposite of me. Obviously. We're really opposite. We yin and yang for sure. I mean, I hope these questions are exposing us for that <laughs> because we really don't have much in common. We don't. But um, oh Janice, so yes. what role does music play in your life? Music. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I'm not really a big music person like everybody else. Why? I don't know. Like, everybody loves music. Mm-hmm. And I just never caught that wave. Like, <laughs> it's, it's not a wave. I can assure you it's not a wave. Um, so, really, the only role it plays is when I'm sad and I want to be more sad. So I turn on some sad music and then I want to look out the window and cry like I'm in a movie. Dead. <laughs> music so. can be therapy, but, like... Music is not therapy for me. I mean, you just say use it when you cry, so... It, it makes me sadder. Therapy oh. is not supposed to make you sadder. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I look at music differently. I think music is, like, secondary to breathing. Like, it's something look that... that. She's just so deep. I'm like, yeah, music <laughs> plays no role in my life. This she's is like, deeper than deep, right? She's like, music is, like, secondary to breathing. <laughs> How about eating, maybe? <laughs> breathing? Um, because I, reason why I say that is because, um, it's not labor. Like, you don't fresh up, you don't fresh up to breathe. You're so used to doing it that it's just happening. And I feel like it's always around us. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's, it's happening. Like, it's something that, like, even, it's funny how, what was it? We was, what movie to watch? I was watching Lemonade Mouth. And how, like, it was, like, the water, like, the bucket of water and the drip fall into it. And then, look, music was made. But I just think you can't go to a grocery store or go to, like, anywhere where it's not music playing because it's just it's something that is filling up the sound yeah it does fill up the sound but that was just deep <laughs> this is deeper than deep how many times <laughs> i gotta tell you that. she's like it's just secondary to breathing i just can't get over that part what <laughs> <laughs> but i mean i guess you're right with the the whole example that you use with the lemonade mouth it's always something like a little tap mm-hmm. can turn into a, a beat and that beat can turn into like some lyrics and stuff like that right. so I guess like music is is dope it it's is just, it just doesn't really have a big role in my life it don't, and it don't have to <laughs> it's okay um, what is one thing that you would change about our society um, how we 
I guess how we look at others and how we judge others. Okay. Um, Speak on it. Keep it coming. <laughs> well, that'll do. Okay. But, um, yeah, just how we, like, judge others. I feel like we're very, very harsh. I want us to be more lenient, more relaxed, more carefree rather yeah. than so, like, upbeat. Mm-hmm. I get that. I feel like we just like in a, a high time though. Like people, everybody is at the all time high and just energy and, and just we need to take a breath and slow it down. But um, what is one thing that I want to change about our society? Because you know me, I'm a feminist and whatever. Um, easy. The treatment of marginalized groups. <laughs> easy. LGBTQ plus POC woman and a lower class. I, I, that's something I wish we could change because I feel like there's too many people in this world that don't ever get to live their life to the fullest because of like the judgment they, of others and this and this out of their control so i i definitely would change that that's a good one change yeah 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 i mean you know me deep <laughs> um uh, so to still stay in the deepness at what point are we good enough so you can say we like as in um just in general, like humans in general, or like yourself, whichever way you want to interpret that question. Ooh, at what point are we good enough? I I don't want to speak for everybody because everybody has a different like level of what they think will okay. make them good. Yeah. Um, at what point am I good enough? Is when I'm living. Wait, what? When I'm living without uh, caring about what others think. Okay. Like when I'm doing everything for myself, I've accomplished some goals and I still have more goals to accomplish. I believe that's when I'm good enough. If that makes sense. It does because um that's kind of what my <laughs> that's my answer. I feel like when we are when we accept ourselves for who we are and fall in love with it, that mm-hmm. is when we are good enough because like when we do, it's like you're not trying to reach like better or you you are the standard and you mm-hmm. like satisfy what you're you know what I'm saying you're not trying to reach something based off of what everybody else is saying because you have your own ideals and your own like version of love yeah so that's what I think it's about like you you only good enough until you think you are yeah like and nobody should like determine if you're good enough that's why I didn't want to answer for like society or yeah. like others like for me when I'm good enough is how I feel like what but, I feel but I think that's what everybody like yeah. when you get that security within yourself then that's when you know because can nobody tell it's you otherwise much at that point yeah can no can mm-hmm. no one tell you otherwise because you know yourself that one never that two period yeah so um I guess let's circle back around so since we're talking about society what is the purpose of art in society the purpose of art in society is just another form of, of, of expression to okay. me. Okay. Um, expression comes in many forms. Um, if you want to do like art, talking, clothing. Denise don't like art. I don't like <laughs> art. I really don't. But it, it allows people to express themselves via like what they wear or like the poetry or spoken yes. word. It just, it's another form to get. To your opinions and your values out there. Definitely. I mean, writing is an art, Janice, and you write. So, yeah, look at her like, oh, my God, why'd she say that? When I think of art, I think of um, some Picasso-type painting in the museum that we have to stare at, stare at and analyze. That's what I think of when people say art. When I think of art, I, I do think of, like, 
any way that someone can express their self. Um, and I believe its purpose is to narrate culture and social issues. Yeah, I can see that. Because a lot of the art that you see is really referencing to that time that that artist lived in or the future or the past. So it's definitely supposed to be like a narrative and it's supposed to give a depiction of society that is open to multiple interpretations. So to you, when you look at that Picasso, you're like, oh, this is a lady with a messed up nose, some big eyes. But to somebody else, it's like, wow, like that is truly the definition of like love and like seeing of beauty of beauty of this immaculate feature of a and nose five page paper on this one Picasso painting girl I did it before in my history art class I think it was H oh I got a good memory HA230 at MSU I had to do stuff like that was it easy to tell the people if they should take it or not it was not easy uh, um I don't that was extra curriculum whatever what is it what is uh, it an extra class. Yeah. A, We've been elective? out of school. Elective. Elective. <laughs> elective. It's an elective. I've been out of school for a month and I can't think of an elective. It's an elective that I took. I didn't have to, but I took the history of Renaissance one. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, I guess next we can talk about... Um, let's get into some miscellaneous stuff because I feel like we've been too busy on some other things. So, um, define freedom and what does it mean to you? <sighs> freedom. Freedom, freedom, I can't move. Freedom, cut me loose. Hey. Uh, dang. Define <laughs> freedom. <laughs> <laughs> she like, dang. Why because she's asking all the ones I didn't <laughs> think about. Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> you go first. All right. Well, I mean, I she knew these questions before y'all. Don't be fooled. Okay. Um, if I was to define freedom in the words of Nina Simone, I would say freedom is no fear. Um, freedom means the fluidity to do things with courage. Um, freedom is free of the impact of judgment. <laughs> like, no fear. You doing things in your skin, and you don't have, like, any concerns about what anybody think about you. That's um, that's what I was thinking in my head. Mm-hmm. I just, no, for real. Don't be a piggybacker. I'm I am not. I'm not piggybacking because I'm not going to say nothing. But <laughs> I was saying that that's what I was thinking in my head. I just knew I wouldn't be able to get get it across okay. the right way in a good amount of time. Yes. But that's what I was trying to go for. I get it. Yeah. Um. So, freedom was whatever, <laughs> but clearly we had a struggle with that because Janice did wasn't prepared for that question. I was. It's, it was. Um, I'm not. I'm. I'm going to be honest. It was a lot of questions that you asked that I probably skipped over and like didn't answer. So a lot of them were coming from the top of my head. Fire, dope. <laughs> Stop saying dope because I feel like I'm in 2012. <laughs> what is the one thing that people always misunderstand about you? That's the last question. We'd be out of here. I was prepared for that one. Okay. Um, then go off. People let the girls know. They like, I don't, I wouldn't say they misinterpret my sarcasm, but because it's not sarcasm. I guess it's like what I say and how I say it. You okay. know, I, I, when people meet me, they, believe i say a lot of inappropriate things or things that just shouldn't be said and they think that i'm like 
have ill intent okay. when I really just come from a place of like trying to understand or coming from a place yeah. of like love like yeah like a genuine place yeah and people be like she she don't mean it like that when she when she said it like and I'm yeah like, oh I didn't know that was a problem to say but my bad if I offended you but, but you like you said people don't know they don't know you so yeah. it's like once they do know you they're like okay I understand because. Because I can admit, like, when I, like, if I introduce my friends, they're like, bro, what should you just say? And I'm like, bro, that's just how, that's how she is. Chill, man. Chill. And I don't be thinking anything is wrong. I, I think it's totally normal. And then, then Essence will tell me, and I will feel bad. Like, I didn't mean to offend him. Like, that wasn't my intention. Yeah. And it's, like, people don't know you. So it's as simple as that. Like, and you can't really expect them to. People got to get be around you enough to be able to experience those things. Um, On my end, I would say people think I'm mean or innocent because of the way I look. And I'm not just... People, like, I know you, like, what? People think that because you my friend. But hearing people actually say that, by the way, people will seriously think I'm mean. If y'all, my DMs, people really be thinking I'm mean. Because you probably do be mean in the DMs. Uh, I'm saying... That is what I've been told. She leave people on scene. In, in That's what <laughs> And I'm not. And both are very wrong. Like, you really got to see for yourself. You got to get to know me before you can say stuff like that. Because just because I'm little, just because I like a little girl, just because my voice is like this, does not mean I'm innocent. Like, I'd have had a... Uh, what is it? What was the girl Annie saying? Hard a hard knock, knock life. It's a hard knock life. <laughs> I had a hard <laughs> knock life. So you can't tell me how to do this. I've been out here doing some things. Little <laughs> do you know Essence's story. I've been out here, so <laughs> not out there like that, but out here, out here enough where like, um, yeah, I'm not so sweet, but I'm not mean either. And I actually am a pretty cool person, but you got to get to know me. Yeah, she's dope. That's why she's my friend. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Um, To be very honest, we this is the part we would have a random thought. I don't have one, so... I don't have one either. Yeah, but we do have an answer to our other thought. So, um, yeah, our random thought for our last episode was... When you die, are you still on your period? So if you die on your cycle, do you still continue to bleed? Yes. And our wonderful um, audio engineer <laughs> gave us the answer to that. And it's no, girl. We good. We good. We good. <laughs> We're good. It was some bio stuff. I'm going to remember the answer. Oh, your, your circulatory system stops. Your circulatory Look, system stops. There you go. Stops. Yep. That's that. That's what he said. We just know the basic. We good. That's uh, all I need to know. I'm done. Out of here. So, yeah, girls. I hope y'all know now so you don't have that fear. Because I don't know why I like that. I even thought of that. I mean, I ain't thinking about dying. But, you know. If y'all have a random thought that y'all want to... Um, suggest just put it in our dms you know yeah put our dms comments wherever you feel like putting it at and we thank you for listening all that great stuff make sure you follow us on instagram at cinecatonomy and yeah subscribe 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 we on apple music spotify Spotify, soundcloud SoundCloud, stitcher follow us y'all we not bootleg anymore (laughs) (laughs) we not (laughs) yeah (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Cynic Autonomy Podcast. And you could follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Cynic Autonomy.